Welcome to the Millionaire Next Door podcast with Robert Curtis, CFP, accredited investment fiduciary from Signature Estate and Investment Advisors. In this podcast, we help successful wealth accumulators like you looking to transition to a work optional lifestyle by helping you build strategies for growing and maintaining your wealth. Robert draws from years of experience and fiduciary responsibility and interviews guest experts to help you build reliable strategies to grow and maintain your wealth. Now, on to the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Millionaire Next Door podcast. I'm Robert Curtis. I am the host of the podcast. I have Patrice on the line as usual, and I have a guest is with me as well, Mike Sai. Mike has been on the podcast uh, one or two times in the past. He's terrific. He's a coach I engaged about maybe two, two and a half years ago. And we're going to go through some of the things we're working on, why I've actually worked work with the coach, how that how that operates. And uh, that's what we're here to do today, to share, shed a little light, uh, let you see a little bit under the hood, let you know about some of the improvements in the practice, the things that we're always working on. So, so welcome, Mike. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks, Robert. It's hard to believe that it has been. I was looking it up earlier. It has been a little over two years that you and I that- have been working together. So it's hard to believe how quickly that time has passed, but how much you've accomplished in that same light as well. Um, so I'm excited. I always enjoy being on your show and you allowing your listeners to see what's happening behind the scenes where I don't think most advisors take the opportunity to really share with their clients and with their listeners all that they do on a regular basis to continually enhance what it is that they're providing to their clients. So I'm excited about today um, to give some insight to your listeners and to your existing clients about all that we've been working on together. Yeah, 100%. It's It's been a real, real progression. And then um, the interesting thing about working on processes like this is that that two and a half years could have passed very quickly. It, it did pass quickly. But when you spend all that time working on all the details and working on something continuously, uh, you can really move the needle forward. And and I'm sensing clients get a sense of this. I'm having a lot of success in terms of bringing on new folks, just getting the right fits, uh, dialing out our message, really assisting folks through what's what's a pretty volatile time in the market. So mm-hmm. thanks Absolutely. for your help with that. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And just working on your whole development of your underlying approach and the process that you take, which is unique in its own right with your clients and continually bringing more clarity to them on what that really means to them. Ultimately, getting those points across about what this process is, what it allows you as the advisor to do for them. And then ultimately, again, what that means to their unique situation and You know, I think that it's very timely right now with everything that we've been seeing happening in the markets and where we're at with interest rates right now, everything that's happening um, from a geopolitical standpoint, um, there's a lot of apprehension out there. Um, I've been hearing that across the board from other advisors that I coach. So I know that that's top of mind for clients right now. And for you to be going through all that you have been going through, it's for the direct benefit of your clients. And I think they're going to see that in their continued engagement with you, especially as we head into 
next year, but kind of a culmination of everything that you've been working on up until this point. Today is going to be an opportunity to start sharing that with mm -hmm. your clients, with your listeners. And I think right now, Robert, what I'd like you to touch on is about where you've gotten your process and your approach to, you know, what that means from a clarity standpoint around what matters to them and what controls. I think it's really good for you to reiterate the importance of that and that you're always mindful of that with your approach. Yeah, for, for sure, Mike. So uh, one of the big things that it can really be underscored now is is a lot of times just being the noise canceling headphones uh, for clients, you know, helping them focus on, you know, what matters and what we can control where those two overlap. That's where we live. So a perfect example right now, you know, we've got a lot of geopolitical attentions, right? There's a big situation in the Middle East, obviously, Russia, Ukraine, to, cert to a certain extent, it matters. Are we able to control that? No way, <laughs> not even close. So that that technically wouldn't be right at that overlap, but, but we do try and give folks perspective on that. Uh, a lot of our clients are listening to the news. The news is fed to people all the time, but, but we're doing a lot behind the scenes. Uh, for example, I, I attended a uh, alternative investments conference, kind of a major national conference last week, actually in Beverly Hills, California. It was incredible. But, but these strategies that are going on at an institutional level and getting further exposure, that's uh, we've started adding a lot of that in with client portfolios. And they've been uh, a major savior in terms of very good yields, much more stability, those we can control, there we can dial down the risk when we see um, things elevating, things like that. But there's been so many, so many processes we've brought on. I wasn't sure if that's what you were getting at or, or go ahead with some more questions. Yeah, so I can dial yeah it in no, a little bit. no yep. ab absolutely. And, and that's where I have seen right now with so much that is out of our control is that you don't lose sight of what is in your control from a planning perspective, the things that are important to people, bringing them back to center about their own unique situation. And you and I have talked about this so much and how you articulate it now um, from where we first began and the refinements and the enhancements that you've been able to make for the direct benefit of your clients. Again, I, I, I applaud you for doing what you're doing because you're refining your own abilities as an advisor. Um, and I always appreciate individuals that are willing to do that. And, you know, as you and I talk about your process mm -hmm. and what it means to clients, you know, what we tend to do is we talk about what is that ideal client for you specifically, Robert, where your strong yeah. points are with your planning and your approach and what you do for your clients. I think it's a great opportunity for you to articulate kind of your own approach when you examine who truly is ideal for what your process can provide. And that's truly being something that I consider as, as a steward. Um, you know, you are a steward for the right types of individuals. And in refining what you consider to be that ideal client, I thought it might be a nice time to kind of highlight what you and I have been working on and kind of the yeah. lens that you look through when it comes to that. Yeah, that most definitely. I, I will tell you in the big picture sense, now I have a, a complete fit process. We have so many processes around 
client engagement around so many things we interact, but I have a full fit process. And at the end of the day, it's really, is there a good fit between me and for the client? And now I have a full process around that. In the past, I think, I think we had some sense of a good client or not a good client, but we were, we weren't as organized and structured around that. So perhaps our most important revelation over the years and through the, our experiences is that we cannot be all things to all people and deliver the level of service and commitment that our best clients deserve. To that end, and in an effort to be good stewards of the resources and relationships we've been blessed with, we've, uh, we've developed a tiered level of engagement with our clients. And I want to walk you through that a little bit just to, to see how that is uh, or how that looks. We follow what's called a triple A methodology with, with each A representing a key characteristic of the relationship. The single A tier for our clients that meet the criteria of our first A, which stands for alignment. Now for us, alignment is made up of two parts, assets and demographics. With regards to assets, Think of about a 20-something-year-old 20, 20 that is just getting started and hasn't really accumulated much yet. Because of the fact they, they really can't take full advantage of the tools, resources, and planning capabilities of our process. Likewise, when we think of demographics, we typically find that people that are near retirement age are better suited to take full advantage of our process. The AA tier, or AA, is a tier that stands for our clients that meet the criteria of alignment and also meet the criteria for our second A, which stands for attitude. We value the relationships we have with clients, and we know that life is too short to work with people you don't enjoy seeing or interacting with. So we look for specific attitudinal qualities in our best clients. For example, do we like each other? Do we get along? <laughs> So, you know, again, it's too short to, to work with people you're not interacting well with. Uh, mm -hmm. Do these folks respect our staff? Are they kind? They interact with my staff quite a bit, and then that's great. So, um, you know, are they open and honest with us? Are, are they engaged in our process? So, so we're trying to let them know more about our process. So our, for our best clients, being fully engaged in the process means that they, they keep scheduled appointments. They return calls, and most importantly, they get us the necessary items we need to effectively implement our planning strategies. Now, our triple A tier is for those clients we consider advocates. They meet the criteria of alignment and attitude, but additionally, these clients believe so much in our philosophy, our planning strategy and process that a couple of times a year, they introduce us to like-minded individuals. So we created a unique tier to celebrate those relationships. Uh, and then lastly, uh, we, we also have what we call an AF tier. Uh, these are clients that are friends and family members of our A-level clients that don't meet the criteria to be a specific A-level client themselves. This is a special tier for a special group of people we created this category because we wanted to create our, uh, we wanted our A-level clients to know that if, if there are people in their lives that are important to them, they're important to us. So, so I'll give you a perfect example. I was speaking with, um, you know, one of the A-level clients 
actually her daughter is power of attorney. She's a wonderful woman out of Texas. She's about 98 years old, still drives. Fantastic. The, da- the, the daughter who's well into her 60s asks, would I be able to or willing to take on her smallish type account that's in the 50 to 100K range? Normally that that may not be a good fit for us, but it, it absolutely would because she's power of attorney. She's helping represent the, the mother. She's very important to the mother, obviously. So that's perfect. So we'll be able to link her up and give her some really preferential you know, rates and treatment and something as if she was, you know, a double A or triple A client. So that that's in the AF category. So we see that come up a lot. People want us to deal with their, uh, maybe their next generation, that kind of stuff. Other family members had some really nice introductions. I had another introduction to a, a mother who's, you know, of a client living in New Mexico that we'll be bringing on recently. And and she asked me to reach out to her family in Texas, who apparently is, um, you know, doing quite well. So th- those are some of the tiers right there. And that's how that all fits together. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Defining what the ideal client is and why that's so important to your existing clients and to potential clients is it says that you aren't all things to all people and nor should you be. I feel like for most clients, they want to feel like they're part of something. They want to feel like they're going to get your total attention in in their dealings with you as, as their trusted advisor. And I love the way that you look at it through that very specific lens. You know, do these folks have the resources at their disposal to be able to take full advantage of what it is you do and all you will continually do for them? And that you align well, you know, mutually aligned from a philosophical standpoint, personality wise, we look forward to getting together because we're kind of like-minded in our approach and these people are engaged in what it is that you're doing for them. So I think some, I think that's something to take note of for many of your listeners and for your clients is that you're very intentional about the types of people that you engage with through that very specific lens of that AAA methodology. And what you had just listed there, talking to other clients like that, your willingness to act as what I consider to be a true sounding board. And especially in today's age, you know, that trust factor is huge, looking for a voice of reason. And the fact that you're willing to take the time out of your day and out of your practice to have conversations with people that are important to your clients, um, I think is a really nice value added service. And I know that that's something that you and I have continued to talk about and something that I want you to be able to better articulate to, to your clients is you acting as that sounding board. Yeah, hundred percent. The sounding board is, is just be, so that's, I was always willing to do this, but that's become a full, a full uh, process, highly developed that we, you know, we've developed together. Um, let me tell you what that is. I mean, we, we're, we're not salespeople here. I'm not a, I'm a steward. So I have all kinds of conversations with folks and I offer to have these conversations when, when things come up, if people are feeling insecure about their status right now with respect to, are they, are the, you know, maybe they're working with an advisor who doesn't gel with them. So the sounding board is just what's going on. For for example, the woman who asked us to to speak to her mother. So she's not. There's a 
advisor she's using. They're not getting much advice. You know, we, we can review that. Uh, I'll give you another example of sounding board is um, we had an introduction in Texas uh, recently to, to someone to, to possibly engage us. Their immediate concern was a real estate transaction. They want to do what's called a 1031 exchange. This is where they, they had bought an investment property in the Milwaukee area, some apartments uh, years back, about 200,000. It's now worth well over 600,000. There's a large gain. They can roll that into another property. They were looking for a strategy around that. So we, uh, I brought on people from my research team. We explained exactly the strategies we have that have vetted that out. In the end, they decided in consultation with their CPA that they're going to pay the taxes on this, but it was a good introduction. They have other properties. So to know that, I, I had a similar conversation with someone who's considering selling a property next year in Southern California, but I let them know there there is this exchange that can occur and taxes can be deferred or or maybe never paid. That's a big deal. That's a sounding board. There could be other issues that come up. People are concerned about the economy, the geopolitical risks. Are they earning enough income? You know, how, how are their accounts being managed? All these things. And one of the things I did want to put out is um, I've continually put out a sounding board is uh, anyone, any client of ours is a favor to them. If there's someone they know that wants to go through something and have a dialogue, we'll just give them a purely advisory, non-salesy, just give them our best thoughts. I call it sort of an AMA, ask me anything. They can have a 20-minute conversation. They can ask me about anything they've seen. They can decide you know, if this is how we interact. If they like that, there might be some thoughts around, is there a mutually good fit? But that's what the sounding board is. It, it's pretty broad, but there's so many things that people want to engage in a conversation with. And most of the time, we can just say, this, this is... Uh, this is a good idea, not a good idea. Have you thought about this as an alternative? Here's another resource. Here's a place I would go. Just guide them in the right direction. Never send them a bill. Just try and um, be good stewards of um, you know, the knowledge we can impart, but, but really listen to what their situation is. And we see so many situations that a lot of times we can direct them to someone who can solve their need. That That's really what it's all about. And you know, for yeah. a lot of our best clients, they, you know, certainly as you move up the food chain, you have more issues, more things to go over and sure. sounding board. But there, you know, interest rates have gone up at one of the fastest rates in history. Um, this is creating a lot of issues right now. It's changing. Um, they're the highest rates in 15, 16 years. Clients can earn pretty decent returns just on relatively safe cash type things like T-bills, these are conversations they they might want to have with an advisor. Should we be in the stock market? Should we be in alternatives? Um, there's many other, other questions that come up around trusts, things like that, taxes, tax minimization, setting up retirement plans. But these are all part of a sounding board process. And I make myself very available to folks who want to, you know, want to, Ask me a question. Ask me anything. 
Yeah. And I, and I really look at that as a massive value add. You know, I've had the opportunity to work with many different types of advisors and just being in this industry, as long as I have over 16 years, I've met all types of different advisors. And by you being willing to have that conversation and do it at no cost is just a testament to who you are and the care that you take with your clients, because it's just that we, we don't know what we don't know. And for many people getting sound advice, that's a difficult thing to come by um, in, in today's world. Um, so by you being willing to act as that trusted voice of reason for somebody yeah. and providing them a path in order to make that introduction, um, you know, that's so important too. I think for many clients, Robert, um, when I've had the opportunity to speak to my advisors, clients, is that in many instances, they may not know that you're willing to have those conversations mm -hmm. or that you're willing to potentially take on new clientele and who you consider to be the ideal type client, who's the right type of fit to take full advantage of what Robert provides. So again, this is just a testament to what you're doing in your continual improvements as an advisor and bringing this clarity to your clients. And I think a lot of them are going to take notice of this. And especially next year, when you have the opportunity to start going back to these individuals and to these families and continue to highlight what this means to them specifically and making them part of these refinements and these enhancements, you know, getting more clarity around, you know, what they value most about the relationship that they have with you um, giving them the opportunity to speak about things that they may look or want to add to the client experience, and mm -hmm. then an opportunity for you to get an understanding of what that currently looks like, you know, a perception, you know, this is how my clients think about me. And when the opportunity presents itself for them to be able to speak about you to family, to friends, to coworkers, you know, what is it that they're saying? You know, are they articulating things in a way in which people can go, wow, this is different. This is unique. This may be somebody that I may need to have a conversation with because it's a different approach than maybe what my current advisor is taking. So again, these are all uh, refinements. These are all enhancements that you've really been working on. And you know, to even get a little bit more granular, just your whole appointment process now too, um, from start to finish, what I've seen from you in the development of that and setting better expectations with your clients and really going through an initial fit meeting, like a true interview, getting mm -hmm. an understanding of what you do, who you do it for, how you do it, and then an understanding of what people's expectations are before you even take the next step, because it's a big deal in in in, in this world to be able to look for a long-term client engagement. And then being able to get more granular on their situation, you know, true discovery and deployment of, of, of your process. I mean, maybe you can kind of highlight now yeah. with new clients that you've been bringing on, um, how that change um, has, has been a positive one for you and your clients. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a really great evolution. So um, we do have limited time, obviously, in the day. So we do just want to interact with with really, really good fits. But we, you know, everything's coming from a stewardship versus salesmanship approach. And we're just trying to help people um, solve problems or get good advice, like the 1031. You know, we, we spent 
a good hour because somebody had introduced us and we're not really going to do business initially with them, but we gave them a lot of good advice. So I think there's something to just giving people good advice and guiding them in the right direction and, you know, the professionalism of that. And I do think that comes back sort of uh, from a karmic sense, you know, Um, what we do find, though, is a lot of people, a lot of current clients are introducing us to folks, which is a real blessing. We're not having to ask it, ask for that. We're just finding we're we're letting them know we're available as a resource to them if they want that or or if they're having a conversation with someone and they're feeling a little bit uneasy about things or maybe what their current advisor is doing, we'd be happy to offer a second opinion or just have a sounding board conversation. So it's it's much more structured than it used to be. And then through that fit process I described, I've got a much stronger sense of who is a good fit, who I'm not going to work with, you know, what it is we really do. We handle nearly all their wealth management needs. If somebody's looking at us to just do one or two of those things, maybe that's a good fit. Maybe that's not a good fit. But, you know, we're we're engaged in a process right now of just finding out what people really value most about our relationship. Mm-hmm. I've had some great responses from clients. You know, one, most people just say, I trust you. Uh, you'll give them good advice, you know, that that kind of thing. It's very generic. But sometimes we can really drill down and I've gotten things like, how I communicate, my reaching out, the work we've done together, I've done much better at sort of setting up a sort of a call rotation uh, to check in with people quarterly, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I have it all scheduled out. If a bond matures, uh, if something's coming up, if there's a major inflection point or, or just time to touch base. And then what we find is a lot of times there's just life events that are going on. And those are actually, you know, once we've worked with someone for for many, many years, it's these life events that drive what's going on. And more so than just every little nuance of the market, are we going to recession? Is the economy going to grow? What does it mean about the speaker, the house changing over or, you know, the debt ceiling? We hear what's going on in their lives and then we, we make adjustments along the way. Um, we're also trying to inquire is what, you know, what are the things we could do to be adding to the experience? You know, so I'm always interested in people's thoughts. And then thirdly, is just a general question. I am getting some really nice introductions, which thank you for that. I, I often forget to ask this, but I do like to ask those folks who've made an introduction, you know, when, when you talk about me with a family uh, member or a friend, you know, how do you describe me? I'm just always curious as to what they say. You know, a lot of times it's, um, I trust him. You should give him a call. He'll help you out. He's made me a lot of money, whatever it is over the years. I've gotten some really great ones when I really drill down, you know, attentiveness to to my profession, um, having good ideas, keeping them, you know, continually updated. So We've really kind of dialed in these processes and guided folks uh, through that. Kind of like if you went to your doctor's office when, you know, but it's made me think more about it. They have a very uh, disciplined routine, right? In the room, who takes you in, who the nurse, they weigh you, take your vitals and the doctor comes in, you communicate, just, you know, right out the door, the whole thing. 
that's what we've tried to operate more like. And I think people appreciate it because their time's limited mm-hmm. and they want to get answers. They want to get clarity. They want to have confidence in what they're doing. They don't want to overly spend too much time, but they, they want to, you know, know that someone's engaged, they get the process and that, you know, we're di- where we are different from the doctor is we're thinking about them and looking at their their portfolios and their situation all the time, all day long. It's not like they come into the room, we pick up a chart, we look at them, you know, we look at it and we know them for the eight minutes they're there. And right. then we put that chart down and forget about them until they come back next year. No, we're constantly thinking about their situation and and doing everything we can if something does apply, like like these alternative investments right now, I've really reached out if I think that's a good fit for someone and to educate them and let them know what we are, what they are. And, and another another element just to, to talk about would be the podcast has been a really nice evolution um, to let people know this podcast is sort of taking people under the surface to let let them know all the work, all the training, all the things we're thinking about not just not just on a technical level of uh, asset allocation and investments and financial planning, but on a practice management, that kind of thing, how we're really engaging with clients. But we've developed a number of podcasts that are very evergreen resources, like on the alternative investments. Um, we did one I referenced in one of my recent podcasts with a woman who'd lost her spouse you know, what, how to prepare for that ahead of time instead of after the fact. Um, all these things that the podcast has now reached well over 16,000 listeners. So it's catching on. It's an evergreen resource. That's been a new tool as of, as sort of about a little over two years ago, sort of around the lockdown status. So we're trying to share all that and let people know. And, and another point you touched on it's it's sort of a um it's just a nice thing if if you are a client you're part of our community we keep you engaged um we see what's going on we're very attentive we're trying to pay attention to you know what's really important what matters and separate out the noise so people people can go on and live their lives and not have to worry about a a bunch of insignificant noise yeah yeah and you know what that 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 leads me to you know, a topic that's related to your whole process. I mean, when you look at it being all encompassing around all these different financial aspects of somebody's life, there's also the personal aspects as well. And I think when people view what a financial advisor is, in many instances, it's this is an individual that manages my wealth and charges me a fee for that. And I hope for the best performance that I can get. There's so, so much more there that yeah. I think most people just don't realize all that truly goes into uh, financial planning as a whole and working with them on strategy sessions. So in the folks that you're engaged with, your clients, it's not just the old stale review where we're just rehashing yeah. what's happened up until this point. Again, this goes back to what we can control and what we can't control and really taking people through your process. You know, this is an organized, structured process that I am driving my clients through as their lives continue to evolve, as as their needs continue to evolve over time. And there's so much to that. 
you know, the wealth management aspects, the investment management. You're talking to your clients about risk, about proper ways to leave a legacy to loved ones or charitable organizations, the tax strategy that goes into planning, um, and just the myriad of other value-added services that you provide. It's difficult for people to get a true understanding of all that you can do for them over the course of the relationship. So I think this too is is a big deal for your clients and potential clients is the clarity that you're going to be able to provide to them and the intentional meetings that you're having with them each and every year that keeps them organized and on track. This is where we've been. This is where we're at today. And this is where we're going to be going in the future, really life stage planning. And I know you and I have had a lot of conversations about that. And that's evolving for you too, as you continue to refine what it is you do for your clients. So again, I didn't want to uh, yeah. lose sight of that because that is so important in in this industry today is advisors that are being very mindful and intentional with their client's time because time is our most valuable asset and you never lose sight of that. I know that just um, in the two years that I've gotten to know you, um, but I, I think that's something that your clients are going to really start taking notice of as well, based on our conversations together. Yeah, it's so true. I, I think our work together has really helped me develop in that space. I mean, I mean, a lot of it, we do have folks that it's really just investments and that that's what we engage on. Maybe they're not embracing me fully, you know, I mean, there's other folks that, that we have that conversation they need it now more than ever. But uh, for example, recently a woman, as I alluded to, just reached out and you know talked about her elderly mother in New Mexico. She could use some help with that. That's a big relief to her. That frees her up a lot, and that's taking care of her mom. Or another client I spoke to yesterday, I, I took on her sister who's much smaller, kind of one of those, those AF categories, but that's a big help to know that our sister's being taken care of, but we get into those life issues. You know, we, we talk about other things. I'm thinking back to the podcast on the woman who, you know, who had lost her husband, who was a wildly successful attorney. They were pretty well off when, when he passed suddenly uh, she found out the details hadn't been handled whatsoever. This is not someone I worked with. She wrote a book on it. She was pretty, upset with their former spouse. So what about a conversation on that? What about nailing down that legacy or what are the values you'd like to pass along to your, you know, to your children or to your adult children? I I had a family who came in recently. Um, They brought their 17 year old daughter who sat through the entire conversation and seemed to be pretty engaged and picked up an awful lot from the discussion and I complimented them and was sort of blown away that they would bring her in and, you know, just to lay that all out. Most families I see don't really discuss, you know, share all the nuances of their finances with their 17 year old daughter. <laughs> but I think right. it's a really smart way to go. And um, so I think just empowering me fully, embracing me fully in our process you know, again, the 1031s is something I brought up recently, but that that was something that sort of evolved when a client told me they were looking at potentially selling a, a very highly appreciated piece of investment real estate. 
the sale could make a ton of sense, but there's a lot of taxes that are going to be due and maybe we could defer or, or avoid that entirely. That's a conversation. We would want to plan that ahead of time. So that's, that's sort of way beyond just your typical investments or their portfolio. Those are big Mm. issues. Someone could be saving tens or hundreds of thousand dollars in tax liability. That's, that's absolutely giant. Yeah. You know, I've really enjoyed the process of, you know, getting into that and getting better at that and just listening and trying to add that value. You know, we've seen a lot of life cycles with people. So we've seen, Passings of spouse, we've seen inheritances, we've seen medical conditions, we've seen folks with diminished capacity where we needed to step in at a higher, you know, level of fiduciary oversight and stewardship. Now they're just caring for their health. Um, those are big issues. So we we really enjoy it. We enjoy the relationship. We kind of embrace that fully. I think a lot of people would like some type of a partner. You know, not not just one person, but a whole team and a firm that really gets it and deals with that all the time. And again, a sounding board, someone to um, just like your doctor. I mean, you don't necessarily want to do everything exactly that they tell you, but you you know your body better than anyone. But you want to have a process and discuss it and say, I've heard about this. How does this work? How does that work? Is this a good thing for me? What are some additional resources? We have that conversation. So a lot, it's like I'm being a coach to them. Mm-hmm. And then I, you know, I get them and I know what, what they're receptive to and, you know, what their capacity to take on new information. I don't want to overwhelm anybody, but meet them where they're at, really just help guide their lives. And they've got a lot of other, other things to think about, priorities between their career and their family and just their own lives and everything else going on. So we just try and give them a lot of clarity and let them know that there is a very defined uh, process. Mm-hmm. And when things change up, say in the market or increase volatility, we're not reinventing the process. That would be akin to having no process at all if you just change the rules every time. So right. we follow a very methodical process that's kind of uh, – developed but it's continually refining and we we just add a lot of value that way and we engage and it's purely it's a partnership really so we um you know we think we can help them with good decisions hopefully with additional growth in their assets or additional income or risk minimization or tax minimization or having their estate plan do what they want and having their wishes met and just also sometimes just letting them know if there's opportunities that are coming up that they should be participating in and or avoiding. Occasionally right. we get a question about Bitcoin, things like that. We'll, we'll share what we know and then let them make a decision, but provide really reliable info. I really yeah, enjoyed I, the process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love the fact that you mentioned partnership um, because that's what I've seen in our continued discussions together. It's your experience. Um, that has led you to the development of this, Um, you know, partnering with a very select group of different types of individuals and families that in many instances, I I look at them as people that are engaged delegators. They're engaged in what it is that Mm -hmm. you do for them, but they're allocating the responsibility of managing their wealth to somebody like you um, that can provide the proper advice 
that can assist them, especially when they reach a certain stage in their life or an inflection point, and they're looking for that guidance. And I believe that that's led you to the development of this unique process that can then assist, you know, the needs of these individuals and families and what matters most to them in, in their lives. And again, I think that's just a reflection of all the years that you've been in practice, Robert, is continually yeah. refining that and has led you to the development of of this whole process together. And everything that you've been touching on here um, today, there's just so much that you can do throughout the life of the relationship with somebody, but it is visually sharing with them all these different things. Again, I think it's hard for any individual to process and internalize all that you can really do. And I think that's been a huge refinement in our discussions is being able to drive people through a process, be very intentional um, with what it is that you will do for them and can do for them, but visually showing them a representation of what you can do. Now, you know, everyone's situation is unique, but yeah. I think it helps people come to a realization of, okay, these are the things that I need, or maybe these are the things that I want. And now Robert's going to be my guide as to best assist me through this, regardless of what stage of life I'm in. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's going back to the the partnership. It's kind of like having your doctor. I mean, you you could be a you can be a self managing person, or maybe you you have this symptom. But if you know if you've had a 25, 26 year career and you've seen this hundreds of times, and you've been trained to know what it is and what what is you know acute and what sort of uh something you need to pay more attention to it's it's helpful uh, uh you know one of the things i see a lot on the kind of higher net worth um and more on the tax minimization and dealing with the alternatives the do-it-yourselfers they they have no idea there's no training because some of this stuff i'm just getting exposed to and really starting to understand it after 25 years of dealing with it so we can add a lot of value for those folks and for, for really anyone, too, that wants a partner. If they want to just do it all themselves, that's great. But sometimes they graduate to a level where they do want a partner or maybe they lose a spouse or it's for that spouse. or there's some diminished capacity and they want someone else to assist with them. So, you know, dialing in and getting better with that and just the trust and the fiduciary level and, and having everything being very open and transparent, kind of an open kitchen process. Um, you know, it's it's been rewarding. And then the thing is, we just get 100% into it with our clients. Uh, that's why the fit is so important. We want that fit to be right. And then we're all in. We don't want to expend enormous amounts of energy and effort and commitment and professionalism for folks that really kind of aren't the right fit, that maybe mm -hmm. don't get it or don't fully appreciate it but it's been a delight to develop the process what probably excites me the most is that it's a continuous ongoing improvement uh process and it's going to you know a year or two from, it's going to be even better um not wildly better but we're looking for meaningful improvement all the time and making it better and better so i and i really enjoy just optimizing those kind of things and uh your help's been great in this process we're going to keep working at it and you you know one of the things you offer is some perspective of working with other advisors across the entire country and usually these are really people at 
absolutely the top of their game. So, you know, I've, I've had a podcast recently with another colleague who's in that status, you know, on the East coast and talked about his whole process around dealing with aging and seniors and their care. And it just took my thinking to another level. So I'm really pleased to highlight that kind of stuff, let people know those are the kind of things we're working on and thinking about. And, um, appreciate you coming on and sharing these thoughts and please yeah, keep, ab- keep going. Absolutely. You've got some Robert. more to share. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, uh, uh, again, a lot of what it is that I, that I speak to and I've spoken to you about is the experience at the end of the day. Um, when people come to you, I'm sure most of them are under the consideration that you're very good at what you do from a financial planning perspective, which Yes, we've 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 heard that and what it is you do and what you do for for your clients. But I think what's a question mark for most people is just going to is what's the experience going to be with yeah. a financial advisor and with somebody like Robert and staying mindful of that. And that's that's what I've been seeing with you. I mean, going back and having conversations with your clients, making them the voice that you listen to over the years as you are working on yourself, as you are working on the business making sure that the experience that they're having with you is one that they look at as being extremely valuable. Um, So again, it's not just refining what you do from a financial planning perspective. It's refining the experience that you provide to your clients as well and not losing sight of that. So I just wanted to highlight that because I know that that's something that you've been mindful of and something that you've been continuously working on. And I hope that your clients and your prospective clients are going to be able to see that and feel that, that this is a different experience. Yeah, hundred percent. We're really, really love for it to be a great experience. You know, what's the, inter- and a lot of times people, things happen in the meeting that we never expected. We take care of what they're concerned about. We give them perspective, but we, we want to make it a pleasurable experience. And honestly, it's no different than any other kind of interaction or, you know, if you go and get your you know, new tires on your car, oil changed, or I had to get a blood test this morning. It kind of took longer than I thought, but there's times when you're in and out, the person who takes it is very pleasurable and they, and you're like, that was not so bad. You know, I, uh, Mm -hmm. I agonized about that, but that was cool. That's done. I'll get the numbers. So we're just trying to dial in and make, you know, you can have a good experience getting a cup of coffee or a a bad experience. We're just trying to really dial that in and understand what makes it pleasurable. And, you know, we want people to check in and just get, get the, um, the clarity and the information they need and the confidence and then share with us so that we can, we can share what we know and as it applies to their situation. So we're just constantly trying to really dial that in and have it be consistent. We don't want to take more time than people need, but we do want to solve the matter. And, um, yeah, it's been yeah, it's been awesome. It's been a joy and a privilege to move further down the road towards optimizing mm-hmm. the, the practice and the interactions we have, and going deeper and doing things I I never could have imagined, you know, years years prior. So, and your help's well, been you terrific. Know, so, yeah. yeah, you know, it's all about reframing the relationship with your clients, and I think that's important. And I think people can respect. Um, an advisor for doing something like that, that I want to continue to bring that clarity. I want my clients to have a full understanding of what I do, who I do it for and how I do it. And also what that means to them, you, you know, uniquely to their goals, to their aspirations, 
to their objective. So, I mean, for your listeners, for for your existing clients, for potential clients, I mean, these are things that I think you're going to continually hear from Robert throughout the course of your relationship is that he is working on the business and he's doing it for the direct benefit of his clients as well. And I think that's what's so meaningful and impactful in the relationships that that you have with them is that all of this is being done for literally the direct benefit of your clients, a better experience, bringing more understanding of everything that you've done for them up until this point, but all that you can continually do for them and keeping that top of mind um, with just your whole planning approach. So yeah, it's it's been great, Robert. I look forward to the continued relationship with you and continuing to work on yourself and on your business. And I appreciate you having me on today. Oh, 100%, Mike. Thanks so much. And thanks for all the great advice and the partnership we have together. And it's helping uh, the folks I interact with. And you know, we're just trying to communicate that to folks, let them know that we are working on that. So if you've listened to this, thank you. And uh, thanks, Mike, for being on and Patrice for hosting. And uh, we've got some exciting stuff coming up, too. So um, stay tuned and uh, future podcasts coming out. But really, really appreciate your partnership, Mike. So thanks so much. Thank you. Well, one thing before we go, Robert, how can people reach you? Yeah, I'm pretty reachable by all the normal means. Um, you typically in the show notes on the on the podcast, you'll see how to reach me. My email is rcurtiss at seia.com. Email's great. Uh, you can look me up online, call my office. Um, you know, we can schedule a chat if if that's appropriate. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, etc. You'll find me all over the internet. So it shouldn't be too hard to find. All right. A wonderfully thoughtful discussion, gentlemen. Thank you. And listeners, follow this podcast. Make sure you get every episode. Let Robert know topics you might want him to talk about. And of course, share with others. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening to the Millionaire Next Door podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Signature Estate and Investment Advisors. Signature Estate and Investment Advisors, LLC, SEIA, is an SEC-registered investment advisor. However, such registration does not imply a certain level of skill or training, and no inference to the contrary should be made. Securities offered through Signature Estate Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through SEIA LLC, 2121 Avenue of the Stars, Suite 1600, Los Angeles, California, 90067. Telephone number 310-712-2323.